Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day, where we are studying through the book of 1 Corinthians. And the Corinthian believers have written Paul a letter asking him a variety of questions pertaining to their lives as Christians in fellowship with one another. And the question on the table in chapter 8 that Paul is addressing is this, what about meat that's been offered to idols? That stuff's, it's okay to eat, right? Well, in Corinth, the marketplace was right beside the temples and the meat sold in the marketplace was meat that had been offered up to worship to false idols. It wasn't the only place you could buy meat, but it was very well may have been the cheapest and the most convenient for people. So there were some believers who had no trouble at all buying this type of meat and eating it. It didn't bother them one bit. In fact, it didn't bother some of the believers to go to the feast at the temple. But there were others who could just not get over the fact that this meat was offered up in worship to a false god. They felt that if they were participating in eating that meat, then they were participating in idol worship, that they were returning to the religion that they had come out of. So what should they do? How should they handle this issue within the church? Well, this seems like it should be a pretty simple answer, doesn't it? It's either, yes, you can eat the meat that's been offered to idols, or no, you should never do that. But the reality is that the answer Paul gives takes him three chapters to unpack. So the answer is not as cut and dry as we would like to make it out to be. But as we walk through this text today and in the weeks to come, you'll notice this, that the answer is rooted in the gospel. The answers are always rooted in the gospel. Let me show you exactly what I mean. Consider verse 11 of chapter 8. Paul writes, By your knowledge this weak person is destroyed, the brother for whom Christ died. And then you think about chapter 9, verse 12, where it says, We have not made use of this right, but we endure anything rather than put an obstacle in the way of the gospel of Christ. And then in chapter 10, verses 20 through 21, I do not want you to be participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot take of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. Now, you may not know how any of these statements pertain to the matter at hand, the eating of meat offered to idols, but they do, and you will notice that all of these statements are gospel-driven statements. So here's what we need to see. Our matters of everyday life are not just mundane matters that have no real meaning or consequence. They are gospel matters that should be filtered through a gospel lens. Some of them are simple, and some of them are pretty complex. The problem that we often run into is wanting an immediate cut and dry answer. Defund the police, put the protesters down. Without asking the question, what is this answer rooted in? What's the basis of this answer? Where did we get this answer? Those are the questions we need to be asking right now in this cultural moment, and we need to make sure that our answers are rooted in the ethic of the gospel. As you pray today, Please remember Stan Scroggins and his family, our missionaries in the Philippines. And also remember the Cherokee LifeWord broadcast that's heard throughout the United States.